the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Good evening, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another edition of The Advocate, as always. Thank you for joining us on this cold winter, uh, winter's night here in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, we've been very fortunate so far in the month of January, not having to be uh, multi, uh, or I guess below zero temperatures and just single-digit temperatures. We've been doing it pretty well, but we're already getting near spring. And one of the biggest signs of the coming of spring is uh, going indoors, checking in your coat, and looking at gardens and uh, home repair things. And with us tonight, we have Rosanna Hrabnicki. Rosanna, are you there? I'm here. Hi. How are you? I'm doing just great, Rosanna. It's always so good to have you here, not, not only because you're so perky, but because the great big home and garden show at the IX Center is coming around, and that always means spring is just around the corner. And uh, it's that time of the year again, isn't it? I know. It, it came fast. It I mean, certainly It felt like did. we had the holidays, and all of a sudden, it's here. So I'm, I'm very excited. Oh, my goodness. I am, too. It's, uh, it's always because of two things. Well, three things. The show is number one, right? Spring right. is number two, and number three <laughs> is the fudge. I always love the fudge that they sell there. <laughs> And you know yes. that, so I always uh, yes. always talk about that. But anyway, tell us about the uh, Great Big Home and Garden Show. What what are the dates this year? The dates um, is January thirty first through February 9th. So it's next Friday or this coming Friday. I can't believe it. And um, it goes ten days. So it starts at ten a.m. every single day, and on Friday and Saturday it goes till nine o'clock, and Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday, it'll go till 5 during the week, Monday through Thursday from 10 to 8, and then again Friday, Saturday, 10 to 9, and Sunday, the last Sunday is 10 to 6. So you got plenty of time to come out and see us. Oh, very good. And I don't think the weather's going to be all terribly horrible between now and then. Uh, looking at the weather, it looks like we should have temperature maybe in the 30s or low 30s. <laughs> Excuse me, but you're going to be able to... Um, Get out there. When you park your car, what does parking cost out there? Any idea? Of course. So parking's $10, but it's well worth it, you know, because you're parked so close to the, the venue that, you know, it's only a few steps away. Mm-hmm. And so t- you don't have to be out in the cold that long. Oh, that's right. And tickets, how much do tickets cost? So tickets are 15 at the door, but if you visit greatbighomeandgarden.com, you can get discounted tickets. Um, two dollars off, or you can go to any Ace Hardware or Discount Drug Mart location. And Rosanna, you're always so generous to the advocate, and you always give us a bunch of tickets to pass out. We're going to be giving away uh, tickets right now. If you want to call the radio station here at two one six nine zero one nine zero zero nine four five, is that correct, Craig? I got it right. Okay. Two one six nine zero one zero nine four five. That's that's the number, and uh, you can get uh, some tickets to the great big home and garden show, and we'll have those mailed out to you. So uh, call in uh, tonight while we're on the air. 
in any event, what all is happening uh, this year? Any, anything different this year than what we had last year? Uh, well, of course. We try to make it a little bit different each year, but um, we have 650 companies on the show floor, more than 650 companies on the show floor. So it's, you know, definitely, you know, the industry experts and you'll learn the latest in home and garden trends. But, you know, we know this is a fun family tradition, so we try to make it where it's more of an event when you come out to the show. Um, This year, our theme for the Garden Showcase is One Tank Trip. So um, with one tank, you Mm -hmm. can go see the IAC Center and see the show. But in the Garden Showcase, you might see Putin Bay or Tremont, Cincinnati Zoo, Amish Country, Hocking Hills. So there's quite a few different destinations that you can visit. Oh, how nice. Well, you know, it's still my big thing is getting out of the cold, checking your jacket in and uh, or your winter coat, and then just sort of wandering around and seeing the uh, the flowers. That uh, you At night, you don't uh, allow deer to come in there and eat the flowers, do you, like they do in our neighborhood? <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> so, but, that would be pretty bad. <laughs> that, that would be pretty bad. But, uh, yeah, I saw some of the literature you had out on the uh, – home and garden show and some of the things about the attendee profile I found interesting. 92% of the attendees are homeowners and uh, I see the average household income is $120,000. 74% of the people who go to the show go with a partner. Both decision makers are present and 72% attend with some sort of project in mind and 75% uh, plan to purchase from an exhibitor they meet at the show. So those are pretty good statistics. Uh, what what are some of the more, uh, I guess, popular uh, types of uh, contractors that are there? Well, you know, so there's roofing, siding, windows, you know, landscapers, flooring, bathrooms. You know, whatever you're looking for, you know, obviously it's all under one roof. So if you have a project in mind, you know, it's definitely the place to be. I mean, even if you're just, you know, looking for a different flooring company or, you know, maybe you're looking at getting new windows, you know that at least you have, you know, your options out there. You know, you know the one thing I always feel is, you know, you like to talk to people and, and maybe learn more about their company. And then you feel more trusted, too, you know, that they're a trusted company that you can come out to your house, and especially if you get along with them or you know, you feel like, you know, they're giving you a really good price, too, because there's a lot of good show specials. Well, I, I know every time we go out there, my wife uh, always has project or projects <laughs> in mind. And uh, I sometimes hear about those projects uh, for the first time when we're walking around and she goes by looking at somebody selling uh, granite countertops or selling uh, something for your spa or something like that. But, <laughs> Who uh, doesn't want a spa? Well, especially here in Ohio in the wintertime when you want to have that warm spa thing going out there. Well, by the way, I'd like I to... I know. Like it's to, always my dream to have a hot tub. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, well, we have one, and it uh, the latest gadgets they have on the hot tub uh, has a couple of things in the wintertime when you have to have that uh, circulator going. They have nice, quiet circulators so it doesn't uh, vibrate the whole house, which is good. 
But uh, I know one day I'm going to have one, and I'm going to be sitting out there with the snow falling on me. Well, well I'll, you have to have a glass of wine with it, by the way. Of course. Uh, but uh, well, I'll see you at the show, and when I see you at the show, I'll introduce you to some of the hot tub guys, and you can talk oh, to them. Okay. I'm sure they'll give you a show special as to what's going on. And uh, by the way, I'd like to uh, congratulate the winner of some tickets, but we have more tickets here. Roseanne is very generous. Again, thank you, Rosanna. Uh, the number here is 216-901-0945. It's uh, the opportunity tonight to get free tickets. We'll send out a pair of tickets to you if you call in, leave your name and number and address, and we'll get those tickets in the mail to you. Uh, the studio here, 216-901-0945. The, uh, some of the other literature, I actually went on the Internet to see what else was going on. This year you have some themes that are out there, and... Um, Tell us, can you tell us something about that? For example, I know on uh, Friday it has listed Hero Day. What is that? Oh, okay. So, yes, we have different theme days. So that's um, good that you're reminding everybody of them because Heroes Day is both Friday. So Friday, January 31st and Friday, February 7th. So active and retired members of the military and first responders could receive free admission to the show with a valid ID. And then um, we also have trade day. So if you're a part of the trade, like a skilled tradesperson, or even a student that's studying in the career, um, they will receive free admission on Wednesday, February 5th. And then one of my favorites is Ohio Lottery Day, which is Thursday, February 6th. So if you bring your non-winning ticket, um, you'll receive $5 off admission at the box office. And we like to have a family day. And the family day is really, you know, more about bringing the children and having, like, some hands-on in the home and garden projects with Home Depot and Petiti's Gardening Center. Center, And then, of course, Playground World and in the kids' zone. So there's a lot of fun things that the kids can also do. Well, those are, are days everyone should, uh, you know, capitalize on. What's the Red Hat Society? Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> I saw that on your list. <laughs> uh, so that's Friday, January 31st, and Friday, February 7th. So um, if you're a Red Hatter, I think it's over 50, and you belong to the Red Hat um, Hat Society. And if you wear your red hat, then you'll get $5 off um, the tickets, and that's both Fridays again. And then there's a maximum of four tickets that one person can purchase. So, so anyone, I, anyone can just wear a red hat and uh, qualify? Uh, well, I think they have to be a part of this red hat. Oh, society. okay. But you know what? We're not that, that mean. We would probably not turn you away if you had a red hat on. Oh, so <laughs> sweet. Well, uh, you know, wintertime, spring, just around the corner already. I can't believe it. Uh, we're talking to Rosanna Rabnicki. She uh, is the group manager and sponsor for the great big home and garden show at the IAC Center. We're going to be back with Rosanna talking about the Home and Garden Show in a few moments. We're going to take a short break. Don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. We're talking about the great big Home and Garden Show in uh, the IAC Center January 31st till February 9th, 2020. 
and uh, we're giving away tickets. We have more tickets to give away. So if you're interested in going uh, out to see the Home and Garden Show sometime in the next uh, oh, 10 days, uh, call in and get some tickets mailed out to you. The number here at WHK at the studios is 216-901-0945. 216-901-0945 and get some tickets. Um, Rosanna, again, thank you so much for, uh, for sharing with us and being here on The Advocate tonight to talk about the Home and Garden Show. Uh, what what um, I see that we're going to have Mike Rowe is going to be out there. Oh, I wish. He's not? What does it say about Mike <laughs> no. Rowe? I saw that on some no. material. Yeah, so uh, Mike Rowe is um, one of our partners. Um, he actually is a big advocate for um, the trades, and we're supporting the trades, obviously, with Trade Day. Um, we're going to have um, even a job board at the show. If mm-hmm. there's, you know, companies on the show floor that are looking for um, help, and of course, we're going to have like help wanted signs that are going to go into some of these exhibit booth spaces. So, because of that and the partnership, um, that's why you know he's, he's kind of like the voice of our shows at this time. Um, uh-huh. He's not going to be at our show, but he'll oh. be. It's, you know, because our company does produce 75 home and garden shows across the U.S. and Canada. He will be at a few of the shows, but unfortunately not here in Cleveland. Oh, not this year. Uh, Do you have anyone else coming in to uh, present? Well, of course, we have our local experts that will be on the main stage. And Stephanie Paganini School of Cooking, which is always kind of fun, you know, learning, you know, different recipes and sampling, but um, we have Laura from Garden Answers, um, brought in by Proven Winners. She's just an amazing um, blogger, garden blogger, and an expert in, you know, gardening, and will give you lots of gardening tips, and she'll be on the main stage, but mostly, you know, some of the local experts, you know, from Sherwin-Williams and Matt Fox, who is one of my favorites, who's um, from Room by Room. Um, he used to be with the HGTV, Matt and Sherry show. Ah, okay. So, you know, definitely the, you know, the stage is full of, you know, learning. And then um, we have the Petiti's gardening stage, which, again, you know, if you want to learn more gardening tips. Oh, my goodness, yes. Well, it's, uh, it's a neat event because not only uh, do you get out of the weather, but, uh, but the big thing is it has so much there. I noticed... Some of the numbers here, uh, 116,000 qualified homeowners are likely to be coming to the show this year. So that everybody's there. There's, it's a big business thing. I look at it going there, looking at the gardens and getting out of the weather. Uh, but, yeah, people come there to really do business. Uh, a lot of people are oh. offering deals and discounts and all that. You know, of course. And then, you know, even, you know, meeting other businesses, you know, as a, you know, being in the trades, you might you know, meet somebody that, you know, you're going to work with, but also that, you know, you might want to do business with in the future. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really such huge business, right? There's 650-plus companies on the show floor. You know, some are national mm-hmm. companies, some are very local companies. And then, you know, with over 100,000 people coming to see the show, you know, you know that there's a, a, lot, of, a lot of business going on on that show floor. <laughs> Well, wow, sure. Well, yeah, that uh, again, somewhat uh, looking at it from a different angle, but it turns out to be quite a networking event uh, for mm-hmm. everybody. Uh, so, be, beside the fudge and everything else, uh, so. and you know, 
I, and I'm so sorry. I, I have to mention we have, you know, certain homes. This year we have the energy efficient home that's the EPS home. It's about 1,100 square feet. So with the baby baby boomers downsizing their home and the, and the millennials wanting smaller homes and especially being energy efficient, um, it's, you know, definitely a home to visit. And we have a tiny home this year, and we have some container homes. So there's plenty to see. A tiny home. I've seen that on HGTV. Tell us what a tiny home is and what kind of people live in those. <laughs> Certainly not me. <laughs> I mean. I know that it's, it's so small. I, I swear it's smaller than my closet, which makes me laugh. But, you know, people do live in them, and, and they're well, fully functional. You know, they have. Yeah. You know, they have a place to sleep, and they have a kitchen, and they have a bathroom. So, you know, it, it works for some people. Well, these are very small. I, I just know if my wife and I were locked up in a tiny home for a winter, only one of us would come out in the spring, I'm afraid. <laughs> and it would probably be her, uh, knowing how things are going. I, know. I would have left for uh, Hawaii long before that, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, I know, but people like them, and you know, there it's definitely something to see. Um, but yeah, and then and container homes too. Now you know, with these shipping containers that they can make into a home, I, I just and they put them together where you can start with one, and then you can add on and keep adding on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, another question: Do I recall were there vintage cars there last year? Um. Are they there this year? You know, I, sometimes they're there from the facility, but we don't have any vintage cars there. Um, we do have Jeep and Ram. They're going to be our um, vehicle or man, be, uh, car manufacturer that will be at the show this year. Ah, okay. Now, uh, a couple of other questions. When the show ends, uh, and that's going to be near what the, uh, the 9th of February thereabouts, when when that ends, there used to be a, a, a time you go there in the afternoon before the show closes and you can talk to the people who own the gardens, the displays that were set up, and you can talk to them about buying stuff like water features and some of the well, things they, they had there. Yeah. Do they still do that? Of course. they And they certainly want to sell, you know, any of the things that are typically on the show floor. And you can negotiate that with them you know, during the time you come and visit the show, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the last day. You can do it, you know, anytime that you visit the show. And then you can come and pick it up once the show ends, and, you know, they'll make arrangements so that you can come and pick it up and make it simple for you. And if it's some type of, you know, um, trees or bushes, they'll actually tell you how to take care of it so that it stays alive. Oh, (laughs) my goodness. Until the spring. Oh, I hear you on that. Well, you mentioned there's there's going to be a house, a couple houses, a tiny house and a slightly larger house back there. How many houses do you have constructed that people can wait in line and go see? So we'll have the three homes, you know, but of course they're a little bit smaller. So there's 1,100 square foot home and then the tiny home and some container homes. But we also have an outside theater, I'm sorry, not an outside theater, a home theater, and then uh-huh. some backyard entertainment center, which is built by Extend Technology. So it's it's something that, you know, if you're into the whole technology and with the home theater and then entertaining outside, it's definitely something you want to see at the show. 
And then we also have a design center by Weaver Sign Furniture. And he was telling me about this wallpaper that you can actually put up and you can actually peel it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh. you can replace it simply because you know how hard it is to get wallpaper <laughs> off your wall. It, yes, <laughs> it's enough to drive anyone mad. <laughs> but not anymore. They, they came up with this really cool um, idea of it practically peeling off very simply and easy. So they're going to have that at the show. Well, we're going to look then, forward to that. Well, hold on one thought before we, we break for this next commercial break. I want to give everyone last call for tickets. And uh, I'd like to congratulate all our winners tonight. But if you still want tickets, 216-901-0945 for free tickets to the Great Big Home and Garden Show. Okay, you're going to tell us one more thing. So we have Weaver Barns, and they're going to have, like, the outside sheds and, you know, barns for your backyard. Mm -hmm. And then this year, too, we have the RVs, and we're calling it the Homes at Rome. Hmm. And, and that's so new this year, isn't it? Or you had that before? That's new this year. And we also have a long putt contest where you can win some fabulous prizes. Well, I'm, I'm not a very, I'm not a very good putter, but we'll say, we'll give it a try. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> never know. Oh my goodness. Well, we'll <laughs> Even be, that blind squirrel can find a nut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to quote you on that because I have heard it before. But anyway, well, Rosanna, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, everybody, when you go to the great, Big home and flower show, home and garden show, excuse me. Look for uh, Rosanna Rabnicki. She's out. You're there every day, right? I am. And come and see me. I can't wait to see everyone. And you'll recognize her voice because it's so clear and distinct on the show here. So, <laughs> well, very good. Well, uh, we're going to um, I see calls are still coming in, getting those tickets. So, congratulations to everyone. I don't know if we should get everybody a free t shirt so we could see who they are when we're at the show. So the people who got the free tickets, so that uh, that that should work out pretty well. And we're going. To, oh, I didn't ask. We are going to have the fudge there, right? Of course, of course. They they can't have a show there without fudge. <laughs> I know this this time. I'm going to have to get uh, doctor's uh, authority to, to eat the sugar rich fudge, but that should be okay. Well, very good. Well, uh, Rosanna Rabnicki, thank you so very much for joining us again. And these years roll by really, really quickly. I can't believe it. Too well, fast. Yeah, too fast. <laughs> we'll see you at the IX Center with the Great Big Home and Garden Show, January 31st to February 9th of this year, 2020. So, Rosanna, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. And uh, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words, so don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK. The Advocate. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. In uh, the next two segments, we're going to be talking about psychics and mediums and uh, find out what is that all about. If you're like me, uh, you're probably somewhat of a skeptic about this kind of thing. But we have with us a, uh, a psychic, uh, a medium, and she's willing to talk about this and listen to an attorney ask her questions. So I'd like to welcome and thank Brittany Fierro for joining us tonight. Brittany, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Tell us now, you're officially a psychic and a medium. Uh, can you tell us what that means and tell us a bit about your background? Yeah. So a psychic is somebody who can read your past, present, your future, 
in a medium and somebody who can talk to past loved ones who have crossed to the other side. Um, I realized I had this gift when I was nine years old. I was um, walking, I was getting off the bus and I had my cousin with me and all of a sudden I just saw this ghost out of nowhere and I nudged on my cousin and I was like, do you see what I see? And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, are you sure you don't see that? It's clear as day. He's like, I don't see anything. So I got scared. I ran up the driveway and I looked out the window and I did like a three or like a 186, like a 180 pivot and just stared at me as if it knew I had a gift. Um, and then all through my childhood and everything, I just kept it a secret. I didn't say anything to anybody and I didn't really put it into use until after my son's father had passed away. Um, and when he passed away, it was June 19th of 2012. And then after two years of grieving really hard and reading his autopsy um, and seeing that decision I had back in April of 2011 came true that um, I decided to make this a career. Now, uh, you said this started, you recognized this when you were young, right? Yes, I was nine. Now, as I mentioned, and you and I talked before, we talked the other day, before this interview, and uh, I, I mentioned to you, and I mentioned at the beginning of this interview, that you know, I, I'm really not into psychics or mediums. I, I'm a resident of the rational world. As an attorney, show me the evidence. Now, when when this first happened to you, uh, did you tell your parents about it? And what if so, what was their reaction or what was your reaction? I didn't tell my dad until I was 25. And, um, and my mom is in a nursing home. And I, I didn't tell her until I was 25 either. Um, so six years ago, I told both of them. At first, my dad was pretty, for the first year, my dad was kind of like iffy about it. You know, didn't really believe it, you know, kind of like how you are. And um, I can't say, like, I felt, uh, I don't know what I want to say, like, as if I felt like he didn't really believe in me. I was really upset for the first year. And then as time went on, he slowly has gradually worked his way into um, believing in what I do. And, and now I'm able to talk to him comfortably. Um, about like my visions or what I see and sometimes he'll stop me because he'll you know be like all right that's too creepy mm -hmm. <laughs> and then other times he'll listen well we can both agree that you know saying that you're experiencing the things you're saying and you're saying you're experiencing uh, is not the, something that everybody experiences and it's it's quite unusual to have someone do this were you ever concerned that you should see a psychologist or psychiatrist to help you understand what's going on here? No, not when I was younger. I just, I didn't put anything to it. And then um, after I read the autopsy back in 2012 of my son's father, I did think about seeing a psychiatrist and all that. But I didn't really start seeing one until a year ago, a year or two ago about it. Um, and they... You know, at first, my psychiatrist was kind of like, you know, because they always ask you the questions, um, do you hear, do you feel other things that people don't say? And I'm like, no, not unless you're talking about my gift, you know, because um, I didn't want to be judged. So in dealing with the medical community, dealing with a psychiatrist, now, where are they with regard to 
uh, how do they treat your claims as a psychic and a medium? And this whole area, not just you, but this whole area where people claim to be mediums. Uh, how, do, how does the psychiatrist react to that? Do they believe that or do they, do they have a diagnosis for this or, or how is it looked at? I don't believe they have a diagnosis for it, but because I can read people just by looking at them, I can tell when somebody's lying. And my psychiatrist, he says, oh, that's pretty cool. And when I told her I had a campaign going, and like I had told you last night, when we talked on the phone, um, so, you know, a lot of people don't make this a career. It's very rare for it to be a career. The only thing that's pretty common now is that psychic mediums are more... Uh, believable than what they were 10 years ago. Um, but the type of psychic medium that I am, here I have been, do, been doing it six years to the public and 17 years I kept it a secret. I've never ran into another man or woman that's able to do what I do using absolutely no tools whatsoever. Um, it's pretty rare. Now, are, are you actually running a business and actually making money as a medium? Yeah, it all goes with um, promoting. Um, I have over, I think, between 250 or 300 reviews um, on my update page on Facebook that I started five years ago um, of people all around the world that uh, Mm -hmm. can second what I do. Tell us, what is your website in case people want to uh, take a look at it and read up more about you? Um, So it's just Upstate and then capital NY. Um, psychic slash medium and then Brittany Fero and you just put that into Facebook and I'll pop right up and if that's too hard for people and they don't have Facebook or whatever you can also just type my name in Google and it will um, bring up all my my career it will bring up all different like social media accounts okay well we, we talked about you know now being a psychic and a medium and, and getting uh, people's attention in the rational world I'll call it meaning that there's evidence. Now, tell me about some of the specifics. Um, uh, now that you, let's, if somebody contacts you, what, what's the typical kind of request they make uh, for you to use your special powers to help them somehow? What are, what are they looking for? Um, I'll get a lot of people that are either like marriages, like relationships, um, or a lot of people that just want to know what's going on with their life. Those are probably the most two popular that I'll get. However, my system is that I offer four different sessions, and usually with more than 35 minutes. Um, So with the 45-minute session, the hour and the hour and a half, I always um, start off with my own method, which is LNN, and it's called Letters, Names, and Numbers. And what it is is I just either, if I have the person, um, you know, in person or online, is I just tell them to be quiet for a minute or two and I'll jot down some stuff, I'll scribble on a piece of paper um, and I give them, you know, names of things or, and it doesn't just mean like when I give a reading, if I say something, like if I was to tell you, uh, did you have a recent tragedy, you know, a year ago? It doesn't have to be you, it could be who's with you, such as, you know, your wife, your kids, it can connect to your whole family line. Um, And then I want to say to people, if I haven't triggered what you wanted me to talk about. You can ask me questions. So I offer two different things usually during a session. And, and what are those, just depending on what the, the case is about? 
Yeah, right. depending on what they came for. But I usually target it right when they, you know, sit down or right when I have the reading over the phone. Um, because what it is is that us as humans, people don't realize that every single day you have a different energy. Um, it doesn't matter if you say you wake up and you're going to say, I'm going to do the same exact thing I did today, the same exact steps, the same exact food intake, everything. If the following day your energy is going to be different. So I'm an energy psychic medium is how I classify myself in order to get the information that I get from you. So usually in a reading, when they first sit down, whatever's the strongest around them that's been going on is what I'll pick up first. And that's usually what the main thing is about when people come to visit. Mm -hmm. Well, this is such a fascinating area. That's why I, I asked you to be on the interview because, um, I mean, this sounds a lot like what you might uh, see if you go to uh, a place like a county fair and you run into a fortune teller uh, where they sit down and have a reading and they, they tell you things. These people you run into it like at a, a fair or something are, are they the same as what you do or are they, they different or do they have training or what? no they're different they're different because like I said um, last night he on the phone as well a lot of psychic mediums use some type of a tool whether it's jewelry they hold they use cards um, not a lot of people have the ability I do where I don't use nothing Ah, I well. just only use a pen and paper to scribble. Well, let's, ho it. let's hold up there. We're going to take a short break. Um, we're talking to a psychic medium, Brittany Fierro from uh, New York. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back again. We're going to finish our conversation with Brittany and find out more about the, the world of psychics and mediums. So don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. We'll be right back. with you with our final segment of The Advocate for tonight. Uh, thank you for joining us. And with us tonight, we have Brittany Fierro, who is a, an actual psychic medium. And we're talking about that uh, whole area of uh, interest. And uh, Brittany, I'd like to thank you again for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. You know, uh, during the last segment, we were finishing up talking about uh, the people who call themselves fortune tellers who are over at like the county fairs and stuff and how they rely on some kind of object or something. Uh, l let's go back and take a look at that and, and how is that different than what you do? So as I was saying, a lot of psychic mediums, they use some type of a tool or they'll use, you know, something. Um, I don't use anything, so that's what's different Um that the difference between them and me is I don't use anything. I just scribble on a piece of paper um, because I get so many messages that will come flowing in that I quickly try to jot things down. Um, more recently, I've been actually typing instead of writing because it's just so much information. Right. Now, uh, when we talk about uh, interacting with people, you do this both uh, on the phone or on the computer or you do it on... Uh, FaceTime or do you do it in person? How do you do this? I do everything. So I do it in person, online, Skype, emails, text messages, um, basically anything 
that you can think of, I do. I do house stages. Um, I do parties. I do events. I do a whole bunch of things. Now, when you do things in person where you're actually uh, in front of the, the person you're talking to, uh, th- does it help or, or make things easier when you can actually see someone and you can gauge their expressions and, and how they look when they talk compared to just hearing their voice? Or doesn't it matter? Um, in, in the beginning, when I first came out with my ability, um, yes, it did matter because I used to always say that, of course, being in person, energy is going to be stronger um, and much easier for me to, to give a reading. Um, now that since I've been out for almost six years, um, I don't need anything. I don't need a picture. You don't have to be in person. And nothing's going to change whether you're in person or online. Well, now, one of the big questions that comes up with all of this, because uh, what what are you telling these people? Are you predicting the future, or are you uh, telling them whether they're good people or not, or what, what actually are you doing? Well, as a psychic medium, the only things that we don't talk about or, like, if I want to talk about it in person with them, um, I don't record it, because you don't record anything with the law. And I usually don't record anything about pregnancy or when their baby's coming or if they're getting pregnant. Um, but other than that, I um, it's whatever the topic is that they want to talk about. Now, uh, one of the big questions that comes up as you're doing this, uh, accuracy. Um, how accurate are you when you're um, talking to these people and... You know, you're, you're telling them things, and they know the truth, and how often are you spot on? Do you, do you know how that um, works? I'm really spot on probably about, like, 95% of the time. Wow. I'm yeah. usually spot on, yeah. I don't like to say I'm 100%, even though at times I do feel like I am. Um, I could be extremely tired, like with my last radio interview, and mm. this whole lady, she was so nice. She's asked me a bunch of things, and I was spot on with it, and I didn't think I could be being uh-huh. extremely tired, but I still was. So um, things are different, I guess, now that I've been doing it for so long. It's just like I eat, sleep, breathe, and dream it. No matter what I do, mm-hmm. even if I'm not trying, I will end up doing something that's with a psychic ability. Well, what kind of uh, information do you give people? an example of what you might tell somebody calling in and wanting information what what do you tell them whether they're going to have a successful economic year or, or do you give them bad news or well they'll ask me yep they'll ask me do you see any money coming for me and stuff like that i usually give them a justified like a roundabout i'll say one to three months three to six months or a year um and then sometimes i'll even do a specific date um i had this lady who i saw in march and she was in my inbox that following same year in August and told me exactly what I said back in March was exactly the day and around the same time that her grandmother had passed away of a brain tumor. So I was pretty fascinated when I saw that one morning waking up. Um, I didn't expect it right away. I didn't even think after, you know, have me being your reader and them being my client, that they would reach out to me only, you know, four or five months later, just uh-huh. to tell me you were yeah. exactly right. Well, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, my son took called Bitcoin for about $300, and uh, 
and now it's up to thousands of dollars. I, I should have called you then. If I did, if I called you back then, would you be able to have given me a reading on what bitcoins are going to do back from uh, 2017 and 18? Any financial advice you give? Um, I do. I give some financial advice. I try to keep my minimum because, you know, again, anything with law or typical money things or gambling or I don't want to disappoint anybody. Well, I can see that. I I probably would have been able to tell you something. (laughs) Hey, well, what about um, talking about law, talking about law enforcement, talking about solving crimes, you know, sort of... uh, really a, a great thing to make uh, TV dramas about uh, with psychics working with police trying to solve crimes and doing things. Uh, is there anything like that in your background that you've been able to do that? Um, I have. I did, uh, I kind of like, well, I called the cops probably like a year or two ago or a year and a half and um, told them the location of a body or around the roundabout where the body was back in Kinderhook, New York. Um, this girl ended up getting, like, thrown into a trash can. It was over drugs, and, you know, she had a very uh, terrible uh, death. And people just didn't, you know, care and put her in a, tried to hide her body. <laughs> so I, uh, I called the cops about it and told them, you know, listen, this is, what I feel about it, I'm a psychic medium, you can look me up online, and, you know, I was uh, pretty accurate about where it was. Now, from your standpoint, uh, you know, we, we call this supernatural, but to you, this is all natural. This, this is routine stuff. So, when yeah. when you had, in your, your normal state of life, uh, you you had this information about where this body was. How how did you perceive that? Did you have did you imagine what it looks like, or did you have just a, a, a knowledge of where to go, or how how did it manifest itself to you? Um, low vision. I would just get visions of it and be able to, you know, I used to have to tap in and tap out, but if I just concentrate for roughly fifteen seconds, I'll be able to go right into it. How do you know where the location is when you, for example, if I'm, as you're telling me this, I'm trying to visualize what you might see. We only have a couple of minutes yet where we, we go through this time very quickly. But um, if I'm envisioning a body in a trash can, how do I know where that trash can is? Do you have any geographical tips to know where, where this is or how does that work? Um. I wouldn't, like, know exactly, like, how, what I had told the police is that I believe it's, in, it's up in the woods somewhere by Tenderhook, New York, by water. Um, and, you know, I didn't have the exact road. I didn't envision the road. But the trash can I did. And what they did was after the trash can, they took the body and they put it alongside a body of water, um, is what I was told. I never actually Googled it to see if it was what was being told to me. Um, but I don't have any specific ways to describe it. Yeah, but uh, well, in any event, I, I know we're uh, we're running out of time. But thank you so very much. It was uh, uh, really interesting talking to you. We're talking to uh, to Brittany Fierro, and uh, 
we'll be looking for you. We'll check out your website, and uh, we'll talk to you again sometime. Thank you so All much right. for joining us tonight. Thank, thank you for having me. Thank you, Brittany, and thank you for listening. We're going to be back next week, same time, same station. So between now and then, have a great week. Good night. And I sat and watched the Zanzibar sunset Sat and drank my fresh mint tea With nothing to do until morning